It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, July 17th. I'm Donald Ware, and uh, we're going to stay in the SWAC's Eastern Division, as a matter of fact. And, uh, you know, had a chance yesterday to talk with Donald Hill Ely, the head football coach at Alabama State in his uh, really second season, first year as the full-time head football coach. We now move to Jackson, Mississippi, and in his third season as the head football coach of the Tigers is Tony Hughes, who joins us on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. How are you, Coach Hughes? I'm doing fantastic. Doing great. Good. Good to speak with you. I just want to kind of get your thoughts on your team last year, team finished three and eight on last year. Just your thoughts on 2017. Well, uh, of course, we lost a lot of close games as we had the year before in 16. Uh, very, uh, you know, they're very disappointing. We started out 0 and 7. Uh, actually, played really well at Tennessee State, missed a field goal uh, with uh, no time left on the clock. Uh, and, uh, very, you know, very good program, always strong, great great rivalry between Jackson State and Tennessee State. Then we go to Grambling and, uh, you know, who uh, was the defending national champions. And uh, we fall behind early, 9 to nothing. And then by the, uh, by the uh, end of the third quarter to the fourth quarter, we got a lead on them, 22, I think it was 22-21, something like that. And... Uh, we're in the game all the way to the end, and we end up uh, uh, making a fumble into the end zone late in the game and uh, end up losing by 14. Uh, then the same thing, come back against Pine Bluff, have a, a big lead on them. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but a 14-17 point lead, something like that. And uh, we blow the lead, get into overtime, and uh, just kind of run out of gas, and then we struggle from there. Uh, but uh, the kids were resilient. Uh, we were 0 and 7. We go to uh, Mississippi Valley and uh, we win that game. We started really to play really good defense uh, and uh, end up winning three of our last four games. Um, had to kick a field goal at Alabama A&M with no time left on the clock to win that one, and then we beat our arch rival uh, Alcorn 7 to 3 at home, and uh, we end up giving up 24 points in those four ball games which is uh, around six points a game, which is phenomenal in 21st century college football, and uh, made some changes on our offensive side of the ball uh, during the season. And uh, so we're excited, uh, you know, moving into uh, 2018. Yeah, can you can you speak to how, and I, I, you know, and we'll speak more about the personnel and who are some of the guys that you have coming back, who are some of the guys that are going to help you, but – how, how much can you take not only winning three of your last four, but your last two games, including against Alcorn State, who ended up winning the Eastern Division? How, how can you take that momentum into 2018? Well, you know, it, 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 anytime, one, you beat your arch rival, who was riding high at the time. Uh, if, you know, they, they were four years in a row, I believe they won the Eastern Division. And two, uh, anytime... Uh, that you uh, finish the season on a strong note, it carries over to the off season. Especially, we have a young football team. Uh, we'll have probably anywhere from thirty to forty uh, first-time participants. That's between freshmen, sophomores, and junior college players. And uh, to have those kids go into an off-season training program 
spring training and summer training, uh, now they have a, a, a taste of winning in their mouth. And, uh, you know, we got to use that as a springboard to carry over from a confident standpoint. You mentioned mi- uh, making some changes on offense. I mean, because if you look at the numbers, and, and again, you, you, you mentioned the fact that the defense really um, held strong uh, in some ball games and more specifically down the stretch, but you only averaged less than really 232 yards of total offense per game. What are some of the offensive changes that you uh, have made uh, going into 2018? Well, of course, uh, we're very blessed to, to uh, be able to hire the uh, inventor of the air raid offense, which is, uh, I guess you would say, one of the uh, uh, one of the pioneers in college football and Hal Mummy, Mike Leach, and uh, Dana Hogerson. Uh, and Hal Mummy is the godfather of the spread offense, uh, you know, and, and so he's been successful wherever he's been, head coach at Kentucky, Valdosta State, uh, among other places, Southeastern Louisiana playoff team. And he's known for scoring points. Everywhere he's ever coached, he scored points. And so he um, basically came over from Bellhaven, which is across town. He's been a head coach over 25 years and said he just was tired of the head coaching gig and just wanted to go and uh, to be a, uh offensive coordinator and uh, call plays and run plays. So he's come in and uh, – basically giving our kids on offense. We've changed personnel at quarterback. Uh, he went out and got the type of quarterbacks that he liked, uh, the kind of kids that can throw the football around the park, can throw it deep, and put that with our personnel uh, that we've had here the last two or three years. So he's excited about the look, and uh, our kids are excited. So if we can gel the way that we've played defense with the air raid offense, um, and stay solid. We've got our kicker, our punter, and our long snapper back and play solid in the kicking game. Uh, we think that's a mixture to have success and win more football games this year. Yeah, no, having a name like that and a coach like that, no question about it, that is an innovator, certainly helps. But if you don't have the personnel in place, and I'm not saying you don't, I'm just saying if you don't, then it could present a bit of a problem. And one of the issues you did have last year was in the passing game, you used a number of different quarterbacks. Have you? Do you have a starting quarterback going into uh, fall camp in 2018? And if so, who is that person? Well, well, we, we recruited a uh, junior college kid out of uh, Texas. Uh, his name is Derek Ponder, who uh, was uh, basically the number one quarterback going through spring ball. Uh, you know, he uh, – has been running the air raid offense uh, since he was in junior high. His high, his, his, hit co- his high school coaches, his father, who are protégés also. So when uh, they got together on his recruiting visit and talked about uh, terminology, what do you call this play, what do you call that play, basically he already knew the offense and Coach Mummy's pers- personality and uh, terminology, which goes to say there are quarterbacks all over the country uh, that want to come and play in this offense. Uh, and uh, so Derek's a kid that has three years left. He had a great spring. Jared Hayes, uh, who was a backup last year, also had a great spring. Both of them split reps in the spring and uh, had fantastic, uh, you know, springs. And, you know, of course, spring you go against yourself, so you really can't tell. But, um, like I said, the offense, um, you know, fits uh, his personality and his scheme that uh, – Basically, it breeds confidence in everybody that plays on that side of the ball. Tony Hughes in his third season as the head football coach at Jackson State joins us here 
on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Running game was, was, wasn't was bad. I mean, you had a couple of guys. You had a sort of a running back by committee. Kind of speak to the running game and the expectations there. Well, uh, over the past couple of years, uh, our number one uh, threat has been uh, Jordan Johnson. Uh, he had a fantastic freshman year. I think he finished in the top you know, 10 in the league in rushing, number one freshman running back. And uh, last year he had another fantastic season, and, uh, you know, he was our leading yard, yard gainer. So he'll be back as a third-year starter uh, and um, great work ethic and uh, hard to tackle in space. He's strong as a bull. Uh, Terrell Kennedy, uh, an all-purpose back, but also played some tailback. Uh, Terrell will also be lining up this year at slot receiver, which he played in high school, uh, and um, Terrell also is a great kick return. He ran a, a kick return back for a touchdown against Tennessee State last year and was one of the top two or three kickoff returners in the uh, in the SWAC last year. He's the kind of guy that can get his – if he gets his hands on the ball, he can touch it. He, he went uh, – uh, he scored our only touchdown against uh, Alcorn last year. We, when we won the game 7-3, he popped a draw probably about 70 yards, which uh, was enough for us to win a game, win the game. So we got a couple of young kids that uh, didn't get as much playing time, but in this offense you play a lot of personnel. But those are our two main threats that have uh, proven themselves in the SWAC the last couple of years. I mean, you mentioned defense, and, and the defense, you know, was was definitely solid down the stretch. Uh, you know, in, in looking at um, the status of both Andre Lloyd and Sean Bishop, looked like they were seniors. Last year, I'm assuming they're they're not back. Although you can correct me if that is the case. So if they're not, you know, who are some of the guys you're expecting to step up defensively this year? Well, uh, yes, both of those kids have graduated, and uh, uh, last year, toward the end of the year, uh, our defense as productive as it was. One of our kids is coming back as a defensive end named Malik Hamner. I think he had 46 tackles, eight tackles for loss, nine sacks. Uh, he's a big kid, 6'4", 280-pound kid from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, three-year starter. He's been a starter since I've been here. Uh, Charles Anderson, our nose guard, is a three-year starter. Charles is about 6'1", 290, uh, similar stats as Malik. Um, and then uh, we've got Khalil Johnson, played defensive end. Uh, he's about 6'4", probably 270 pounds, uh, has, has really played well. And then uh, Eric Bowie. Uh, our, our linebacker uh, played exceptional down the stretch. He's a transfer from Tulane. He was a junior last year, Bill Senior uh, this year, um, and uh, he's about you know six one, two hundred and thirty pounds. And those guys, uh, you know, in the front seven, uh, have proven themselves in our conference that they're hard to block. Uh, they're tough. They play well against the run, and uh, so those are just a few pieces to the puzzle up front that that. Uh, we're excited about you know coach Hughes I mean the university has been when it comes to head football coaches has been short on patience uh, prior to you uh, you know quite frankly Um, in this now your third year the first two seasons though did did you know that you know it was going to be a a bit of a struggle the first couple of years or did you expect more from your team the first couple of years with you as the head coach Yes, and uh, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, every head coach has a philosophy uh, of how to build a program, and you know, and and it's tough. Uh, college football nowadays is tough. You got, 
you know, you've got uh, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids that have a lot going on, and it's the team that can uh, – uh, the coach that can get his 11 players at a time to perform at a higher level than the other team. And, and so, you know, it, it goes in peaks and valleys, just like the stock market. But when, when you come in and you're going to build a program, you've got a philosophy, and we decided to build it uh, the old-fashioned way with work ethic, with uh, young kids, uh, uh, recruiting freshmen and playing them early and playing a lot of kids. And, and that's our foundation, and we feel like that foundation is solid. You know, some programs are, are great by going out and getting uh, transfers. You know, I call it transfer you. You know, you can go and get five or six Division One transfers and five or six junior college transfers and have a new team every year. And, you know, some people are good at uh, putting that puzzle together and uh, – and winning, but, uh, you know, we, we're here. Uh, I have to build it the way that I know how, and that's uh, through old-fashioned structure and discipline and tough kids that want to be Jackson State Tigers and, uh, uh, you know, not just building for the present but building for the future. And, you know, you know, uh, I've got a three-year contract. I'm in a contract year, but you know what? I can look back and say whatever happens regardless – I did it my way. I did it the way that I believe rather than bringing in a lot of problems and not sleeping at night and not knowing what kids are doing in the dorm and things like that. But good kids that work hard, go to class, go do things the right way, play hard. And, uh, you know, that that's a formula for success that has worked for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, preferably this year uh, with the changes that we've made in our staff and the way our kids finish the season, hopefully it's a formula for success for us. And then finally, that opening game against, of course, Southern Miss. Jay Hobson's the head football coach, was formerly the head football coach at Alcorn State. You know, can you kind of speak to that and going up, you know, against Jay Hobson, who at the time, I mean, I'm sure you guys have known each other a long time, but being able to play that game, that being a money game, but playing a coach that you know well. Well, you know, uh, Jay is a lot like myself, uh, He's a defensive-minded coach, a defensive back coach. That's his expertise. Uh, he's been a defensive coordinator. So, you know, Southern Miss has that tradition, that toughness. You know, anyone, anywhere, anytime. You know, the Brett Favre uh, mentality, uh, the, put the uh, uh, chip on my shoulder. I dare you to knock it off because we're bad and we're nasty. And we've recruited kids that other people, the, the Alabamas and people of the world didn't want. So we're, we're always playing for respect. And, and you know, uh, uh, that's the type of program that, that Jackson State was known for for years is that, that toughness, that chip off the block. And uh, so uh, going up against him, I expect his team to be ready and play hard. And, and uh, our team will be ready. They'll be motivated. It's the in-state rivalry. This is the third time. The two schools have met. Uh, they've met more than uh, any other HBCU and uh, uh, traditional uh, school in the state of Mississippi. So uh, it's great for the fan bases. It's great for the state of Mississippi. And um, it's great for our kids all from Mississippi to get a chance to play against each other. Tony Hughes, three years in, now his third year, I should say, as the head football coach at Jackson State, he joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. The Tigers are going to open this season on the road on Saturday, September 1st against Southern Miss. Coach Hughes, we appreciate the time, and good luck to you and the Tigers in 2018. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. That's going to wrap it up for our look at Jackson State on tomorrow. 
We're going to travel not that far down the road and take a look at the Alcorn State Braves, who are the defending Eastern Division champions of the SWAC some at least four times over. So don't forget to peruse our website and don't forget about the weekend edition of From the Press Box to Press Row airing on a radio station near you. Log on to our website, box2row.com, to find a radio station in your area that carries the program. And we'll talk with you tomorrow.